Hey everyone, welcome to the We Don't Watch Everything podcast, the only podcast that's gotcha, gotcha, gotcha head in the game. You went straight for it. Yeah, I don't know. My name's Phil, and that's Ben. Say hi, Ben. Hey. What's up? How how you how you doing? We're doing a pod. We're doing a pod. That sounds like a fun time. Well, we'll see. We've been <laughs> when doing... you see what I'm talking about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what tonight's episode is supposed to be about, which I think is half the fun of this podcast at this point is that we don't even schedule like fun things to do. We just show up at the same time every week. If you expect something to be fun, it inevitably will not be fun. We've got some blasts from the past, some old favorites movie-wise. We've got some musicals, and we've got a couple TV shows that are pretty new, I would say, still coming out, that uh, we got on Docker to talk about today. We just got some things we want to talk about, so that's sort of the format we're going with. I don't even know if I want to talk about them, but... You just feel compelled. I, I make a living doing it, so I'm here, ready to talk about it. So talk. Well, I... What you been watching, Phil? Oh, you want me to start? I thought you were going to start. I thought you had your head in the game. I do have my head in the game. Well... So, okay, what have you been watching? Um, I'll lead off with... I can't explain why I just decided to start the... Um, I started a trilogy of movies, Okay. There's a lot of controversy about trilogies like, you know, Lord of the Rings was a big deal. Yeah. Star Wars is broken into different trilogy series. There's a lot of, of controversy around, you know, which one of those are good. Dark all Knight. Really, all, the Dark Knight, that very critically acclaimed films. Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. Yeah. It all really pales in comparison and bows at the feet of the High School Musical trilogy. And so that was a journey I started this week. You watched all three high school musicals this week? I watched the week. first two. I got about half an hour into the third one, but I ran out of time before we had to record this episode. Well, by all so. means, we can stop right now. We can finish <laughs> this movie. I'm not sure I want to. I wouldn't want to insult the integrity of this podcast. I'll, I'll just say the third one feels like a different universe than the first two. Like the first one, it was just a straight up Disney Channel movie and the quality reflects as such. Everything is like super corny. It seems almost low budget. It feels just like an extended episode of a Disney TV show. By the third one, it's a legit theatrical release. And it's so weird to see all the same characters and actors actually trying and them writing a legitimate script. It's just such a far cry from what the first one was. Okay, so the first one is... Yeah, let's test your knowledge. Let's see how much you remember. (laughs) So the first one is... His name was Troy Bolton, right? Yeah. And he's a basketball player. Yep. And played by Zach Efron. Yeah, Zach Efron. And he falls in love with a girl named Gabrielle, Vanessa Hudgens. Gabrielle, right? Gabriella. And Ab Gabriella. And they fall in love after they do karaoke together at mm-hmm. a preseason ski trip. It's a New Year's Eve party. New Year's Eve party. And he was shooting hoops. Yeah. To get, at, before he, the New Year's Eve party. Before the New Year's party, because he's a great basketball player. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) that's all you need to know about Troy is that he's a great basketball player and he, he does not sing. He is not a singer. He's not a singer, but he sings karaoke with Gabriella. He gets like forced into it. He gets forced into it and realizes he's a pretty dang good singer. They're both like superstar level singers. Imagine that. It kind of starts there when he starts falling in love with Gabriella, right? And so through his pursuit and falling in love with Gabriella, he realizes he wants to be part of the musical, high school musical, right? More or less, yeah. 
And then that kind of starts taking him away from basketball, which pisses his dad off. And that's where we get the, not your dream. It's not my dream. It's your dream, dad. Is that when we get that meme? I think so. Yeah. Or is that? I, I kind of mix it up. His dad is just the same thing. And his dad is my favorite part. Yeah. His dad's these great. Movies. <laughs> he is stereotypical basketball coach. <laughs> and so they realize that he can, he can play basketball and do music because he ends up going to some school that lets him do both. Or is he, that's is, not is until he's, the third that's, one. Okay, so he's a, they're seniors the in the third one. The first one is not nearly this complex narrative. Okay, so the first, how much of the first one have you I You got it down? pretty spot on. So the big okay. thing is there is, uh, yeah, the big theme is everyone in their cliques. Like he's got his basketball team. She's this like super brainy, nerdy girl. Um, and and Corbin Blue's there. Corbin Blue's there. Corbin Blue is, he's a bro. He's great in all these movies. Yeah, Corbin um, And then the Ashley man. Tisdale is uh, Sharpay, Sharpay Evans. She's kind of the, the mean girl of the yeah. school. Super rich, super, mm-hmm. yeah, just like mean and to everyone. And then there's that episode of Sweet, or, uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody where they're doing High School Musical and she won't, they don't cast her as Sharpay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the funniest like inside joke I've ever what, seen. Yeah, what, what's really striking about that is Brenda Song, that, uh, what, forgot what her name is in the show. Um, uh, Paris, London Tipton. London Tipton. Yes. Not Paris Hilton. Yeah. London Sharpay Tipton. Sharpay is London Tipton. Yeah. Like every single thing is the exact same. It's just their, their, their roles are completely flipped in that one episode of the show. And yeah. That's what I thought. It was like the most hilarious thing ever. Uh-huh. Okay. And then the second one is. Yeah, so, but the, the climax of the first one is so since Troy and Gabriella find out they're so good at singing, they're going to try out. Like they're going to go to the musical tryouts and like try out for the play. But Sharpay doesn't like this because it's her thing. And she's in love with Troy, right? Yeah. She has like this ditzy crush on him. Yeah. He doesn't. And it's not, she doesn't really have a connection with him. He's just the popular guy. Yes. Yeah. She wants it for clout. But (laughs) (laughs) so Sharpay cooks up this scheme to move the the tryout to the same exact time as a state championship basketball game, Ugh. which takes place at their home gym. Okay, that makes sense. And sure. also the same home thing happens in the, right? the same thing happens in the third movie. They're in the championship game again, also at their home gym. Just copy <laughs> Just, and paste, right? <laughs> um, and so the thing is, like Troy's going to have to choose between what he wants. Is he going to be a basketball player? Or is he going to go try out for the musical? Well, he and his friends cook up this scheme where they get the power to go out during the game so he can he and Gabriella can run and do the tryout while they're getting the power back on. Although it's not really it's not like the lights all shut off. They just get the scoreboard to stop working and they apparently need to like shut everything down and it's like not safe for anyone to go anywhere because the scoreboard's not working. But that's enough of an excuse for them to run off and they do the tryout. I don't remember any of this little this, bit. This, this stuff really stands out on the rewatch. You're like I like brushed over a lot of this, but yeah, then they end up. Um, I don't even remember if they get the part or not. The important thing is that they got they, to they both try get to pursue out. what they want. Yes. Yeah. Second one though. Okay. Second one. They are. It is summer vacation. They they mentioned that once or twice. Once or twice. There is a big musical number in a pool that's actually pretty cool, right? You got the first thing and the last thing that happens in the movie. Okay, and um, someone plays drums on some pots and pans, and Zac Efron sees his reflection in a pond on a golf course and slaps it in disgust. That is the best song in any of the high school. That is 100% the best song. Bet on it. 
bet gosh, just absolutely bet on it. That, that's a banger. Um, so my workout playlist to, to the <laughs> to this day. I'd be disappointed if it wasn't. I don't know a guy who it's not on. <laughs> I know three hundred pound bodybuilders who who listen to that yeah. while they work out. Um, but I digress. Uh, okay, so there it's summer vacation. They are there's a bunch of them that are working at this country club that. Sharpay and what was her brother's name? Ryan. Ryan. Mm-hmm. They are not working there, but their family owns their it. family owns owns it. Yeah, family much. owns the country club. Well, either owns it or they're like super high powerful stakeholders. They're rich. That's okay. what you're supposed to know. That, there, there's wealth there, and there's a baseball game. That yeah, that which is also sticks a, out like a freaking sore thumb. That's also a they fun get on number. the golf cart from the golf course uh-huh. and it hop right over to the baseball field, which I guess is like right next to the country club, and they're all baseball players now, I guess. And Ryan reveals that he actually played in the Little League World Series <laughs> yes. as a child, but isn't playing for the high school baseball team. Yes, <laughs> and like I think that just kind of like brushed over like the pedigree of like young child that gets to play in the little league world series. Yeah. Like a lot of those guys end up playing like college baseball or like play in the like actual, but the, the funny thing is they play it up. Like he's like super good. And even Chad is like, man, you got game. He says that about a hundred times. <laughs> and it's like, a he pitches the whole game and it's like 11 to 10. He gives <laughs> up like 10 runs and they're like, you're so game. good. <laughs> Yeah, hey, the, the it doesn't sports have to make realism sense. is not the strong suit of these movies. In fact, why it's the fact that it's so bad is what's entertaining. Yeah, it doesn't have to make sense, I guess. But there's a talent show, right? Yeah, which is also, I guess, a thing at country clubs. And, and like Sharpay is still trying to like scheme her way into breaking Gabriella and Troy apart so that she can sing with Troy. Yeah, pretty. Much. And like, isn't there actually a falling out between Gabriella and right. Troy? Right. So yeah, what happens is and. In an effort to like drive a wedge, Sharpay gets her family to start like treating Troy really nice. Oh yeah, and they're and recruiting him. him. They, yeah, and then they get like the local college basketball team to come and recruit him. Like, hey, come hang out with us. So Troy starts getting drawn into that and neglecting his friends. And so they're like, "Screw you, man! Like, we don't want to talk to you anymore." Gabriella breaks up with him, and then when Troy realizes he hits rock bottom and realizes how what his behavior is done, that's when he has his bet on it. That's so, when bet on and it it's comes so on. narratively satisfying. Yeah. And it's just a great song. And it's a, and it's a bad um, man. I, I'm, Th- this, I, this I remember plot, a lot of compared this. to the first one. It's a very convoluted plot. That's what stands out the most is there's an actual story. To so it. is this just like the fact that I remember more of the second one, or is it actually true that the second one's like almost more enjoyable? To the watch? second one's a better movie for sure, but I remember the first one has more sticking out memorable moments. Okay. Like every song is really memorable from the first one. I didn't like as much of the music in the second one. Okay. But it's a better story. It's um which one has Bop to the Top? That's the first one. That's the first one. Yeah. What does she sing in the second one? Oh, see, I forgot. Well, she name. sings the song in the pool. Fabulous. Fabulous. Yes. yes, there it is. That's the character establishing I'm a stupid rich girl. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Was that most of the G- second Gabrielle one? is like barely even a factor in this movie. She gets like almost no screen time and she has nothing to do in the story. Well, weren't weren't uh, Vanessa Hudgens and like Disney kind of at odds for a little bit after the first one? Like they weren't like Disney wasn't happy with like how Vanessa Hudgens was like carrying herself off camera. Hmm. Like maybe like she wasn't carrying herself like a Disney star or something. 
Could have been. Like, I don't know. She, she, she had like, she's like, she's definitely, I mean, not to take away anything from her as like an actress, but she, she's doesn't, she's not the best part of any of these movies. No. The other characters are much more memorable. Like what also surprised, what also surprised me, I didn't realize these movies were made like, it was three movies in three years. For yeah. some reason, I thought the third one, they like waited a long time, but mm. they didn't. It was 2006, 2007, and 2008. Sheesh. So, they got moving. Yeah. So, yeah. I would recommend, I mean, the first one just has so much more nostalgia in it. Because we were literally in like, what, junior high when these came out? I think like more like earlier than that. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I guess we could find that out by the date, but we'll do that off <laughs> off time, off screen time. Yeah. Second one's a better movie. The third one is like, it's just weird because it feels like a real movie. I, and I don't know how to react. So. I don't remember much of this plot. They were, they had to spend a lot of time apart from each other, right? Gabrielle and Troy. Yeah, I'm not, I've seen it once, but it was a few years ago. And all I'm at so far now is they had the championship game in the first scene. And then they established that Troy is really cool and popular. And then, yeah, that they're going to, senior year is winding down. And, and he ends up going to like, Chad goes to UCLA and then Troy goes to some smaller school that'll let him do music and basketball. That's probably the logical outcome, but I, it is interesting that, you know, they're just kind of, they're really set in their ways in the first two. It's like this character is a basketball player. This character is a mean rich girl. And the third one, they're actually giving them like choices and ways to diverge in their lives. That's too much thinking for high school musical. Well, it's I mean, it's gonna it's gonna break it. We just spent the first twenty minutes of our podcast <laughs> talking about it. So, um, but yeah, what what drew drew you to rewatch these movies? I don't remember honestly. I, it was was it just I think it was something like the, in the like background. The, 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 like I might have had a song stuck in my head. And the first one, it's, it's really short. Out. And like, you how, just, how short is it? It's like hour and a half. Okay. The other two are more like two hours, so it's more of an investment. But yeah, I don't know. And like you laugh more at the first one, like you're laughing at the movie because it's mm-hmm. bad. It's corny. It's corny, but it's memorable. The second one, drawn into it a little bit more because it's written, written more like an actual movie. And jury's still out on the third one. <laughs> but yeah, well, we'll have to get back to you on that one then, because <laughs> you will finish it. Yes, hundred percent. Well, enough about me. Is that all you That's- watched? Well, I think we should let you talk about something. So I assume you watch those on Disney Plus, right? Yes, yeah. Well, I've been watching something on Disney Plus. Started coming out last week. But uh, I've been enjoying the new Moon Knight show. As are many. I hope so. I like it so far. Only two episodes in. The second episode was much better than the first episode. But the first episode set up the second episode to be good. It's only supposed to be six episodes. Oscar Isaac is only under contract for the six episodes. So like maybe this is self-contained and just like its own little spinoff thing that they want to do, or maybe it ends up being a bigger thing. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. At this point, I don't really care. I'm just enjoying Oscar Isaac being a superhero. Now it is interesting. What, What I found with a lot of these Disney plus shows, I came to all of them long after the fact and just like binged my way through them. I didn't really get really engaged until at least after two episodes, sometimes mm-hmm. three episodes in. Is that kind of the same thing with this? Did it take a little bit of time to pick up steam? 
Mm, well, so the first episode starts off with a pretty disturbing scene from the main villain. So I think right away there's more intrigue. And so Moon Knight is a character that kind of struggles with multiple personality disorders. And so the acting that went into portraying that struggle like really captivated me right away, especially since Oscar Isaac's one of the best actors in the business right now. Like he really brought you in with that. So I think from the first episode, I was intrigued. There was just like certain flow and like tempo things about the first episode that kind of made it not like the most fun episode of television to watch. Like it was just didn't really do a lot of stuff, you know, it just basically introduced that idea of the struggle of the multiple personalities. Uh, but then the second one just like full on gets into it. There's action. There's conversations between the main villain and the hero. There's conversations between the multiple personalities inside of uh, Stephen Grant and Mark Spector's head. And you meet the Egyptian God that is using him as an avatar. And it's just, Oh, it's a good episode of television. It's probably the best second episode of Marvel TV that there's been. Okay. I wouldn't know what to even compare it to. All of that just kind of blends together at this point in my brain. Well, yeah, you just <laughs> see him as one long movie. Yeah. I literally like did that with Hawkeye. <laughs> That's a good one to do it with. <laughs> so yeah, I'll I'll get I'll get to this. You in know. a year. I'll I'll make it sooner than that. It's Oscar Isaac, dude. You gotta yeah. give it a chance. Yeah, I'll shell out. Cool. Well there are a lot of CGI. That's the only thing I'll mm -hmm. say. I wish it was a little more like realistic sometimes. Because, like, Moon Knight is kind of the closest thing Marvel has to, like, Batman. Like, he was kind of there, like, we need a Batman in our universe, and that's what Moon Knight yeah. kind of came from. And it's, like, it's his whole suit and, like, whatnot is, like, it's CGI, and, like, the fights are all CGI. It's, like, give me some give me some greedy hand-to-hand combat yeah. scenes, yeah, exactly. you know? Just like High School Musical. I need I need that stuff. I do remember there's a part in the third movie where there's a song that Troy and Chad do where they have samurai swords. In the junkyard. Yes. It's like a dream sequence yeah. song type thing. That's literally all I remember. I don't remember the samurai swords, but I do remember them like duking it out in a junkyard somehow. Yeah. It all links back. <laughs> it all comes back to Chad. <laughs> Nice. Is it my turn to go again? Or have you watched something else? I watched something else. It's probably going to boot me off once I say what it is. Oh, gosh, you want me to go again then? <laughs> yes. Okay. There's another new show from Hulu that I got into uh, called The Girl from Plainville. Have you heard of it? Uh-uh. Uh, so it is a Hulu original based on a true story um, about a girl named Michelle Carter who... Uh, if you're if you're sensitive to um, tougher topic conversations, uh, I would skip forward like five or so minutes for this conversation about Girl from Plainville because Michelle Carter essentially aided a suicide attempt uh, via text of a boy she knew who was struggling with depression and um, was struggling with suicidal thoughts, and Michelle Carter essentially talked him into just to ending his life via text. And so this show is kind of about that story and about like her and about the boy and about the legal battle that it took to get her indicted. I think I'm using that word right. 
So is is it like a courtroom type thing or not yet? So I'm six. There's six episodes out. There's going to be eight, and they haven't gotten to the courtroom yet. But there's been a lot of behind the scenes with like DAs, police, and lawyers trying to figure out how do they get a conviction here, because this is happening in the state of Massachusetts, where aided uh, aided suicide is is not um, illegal. Got it. So they're essentially like trying to find. Like they're essentially trying to get precedence on the board, hmm. basically, and I think that was a really smart decision for the show because you hear that description of a show like this, and you're just like, man, I don't like. Why did that have to get made? Like this doesn't yeah. really sound like a story that I need told. Um, but the way they're doing it actually has me pretty interested because it's not necessarily they're not and like they're showing Michelle Carter's life. And like struggles that she had, but it in no way makes her a sympathetic character. Mm. It is not making her come out okay. Like it is making her come out as an evil young girl who deserves to look like an evil young girl because she did something evil. And it's, but it's more focused on, I mean, for the most, for what I see, like the focus of what's driving the show, it's focused on the attorneys and DAs that are trying to get her indicted and even their struggle with like are we just looking for something to like set precedence to, for the sake of setting precedence or do we really feel like this girl killed this boy and so like it's uh, that's been an interesting moral struggle for them as well so um yeah and ella fanning is playing michelle carter and ella is uh, a fantastic actress who does a lot of good things for hulu specifically as her show the great is a big hit for hulu as well I can tell you that the cover of this is really creeping me out. It's just her face with the text bubble yeah. in her mouth. Yeah. And like, it's also, they've been very clear about how much time has passed from when she like met the boy to like when it happened. Cause like the technology of their phones advances oh, like every yeah. episode. Yeah. Like at first she's using like a flip phone and then she has one of those like slide phones. You remember oh, those? Yeah. Like, that, was, that was like the golden age. They slid open to have a keyboard. The texting keypad. And then like, by the time it happens, they have smartphones and it's, it's like, wow, they, they really blew through that era. But, um, it's, it's a very, it's a well-made show so far. I mean, I don't think it's going to win any Emmys by any means, but, um, it's a competently made show with good performances and a lot of Glee references. So kind of the antithesis to high school musical, um, (laughs) with, with that. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I would recommend you watch it. Yeah, that's kind of I get the sense. Yeah, so I'm which not going to die on that. Hill. Which is fair. You can you can enjoy something without having to recommend it to someone else. Yeah, I'm not even sure like what I think of it to be honest, but I don't. You're, you're intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm going to finish it. We'll we'll see how I f- feel about it when it's all said and done. Hmm. A okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that what note, else are you let's watching? Go to something that is near and dear to all of our hearts. I recently, in preparation for the new season, rewatched season one of The Wilds. Oh gosh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot. I told you this. <laughs> I was doing this. Oh, buddy. And my opinion hasn't really changed. You still love it? I, I think what still I told think it's you the greatest was show the, ever. The things. That were good, I really liked. The things that didn't work, I really didn't like. Which was, so I have the same opinion. Just which was pretty true at the first more. time. Yes. Um, 
the like the performances are all super good are super good um the cast is like just absolutely amazing mm-hmm. the, the story wise though it got it really wasn't very satisfying at the end um like it, it's really complex with a lot of these different plot threads and jumping through different time periods and perspectives and it just didn't all really ring true at the end like I wasn't really along for the ride as much as I thought I would be. Um, and not super hooked in for season two, which interestingly, like they're bringing in a whole cast of like teenage boys to do the exact same thing. So um, I don't know how interested I am for that, but uh, it was good. You know, it's not for everyone, but it's for me. So. I don't think it was made for you. <laughs> I'm just no, I don't say think it. it was made for me. I don't think it was made for guys in their mid twenties. But, but here we are. So but yeah, I mean, to each their own. I I legitimately did enjoy the first season. Maybe I'll have to give it a rewatch. And yeah, it, it you pick up a lot. Like this, a lot of the character stuff makes a lot more sense. Like Shelby's character really kind of graded me for the most part because it seemed like they were writing her super simplistically. But then you understand what was. She was the one. She was the girlfriend. Yo, I I was actually just looking at Mia Healy's IMDb page. Yeah, because um, yeah, like it felt like she was being written super simplistically. Well, her last name was Goodkind. Yeah. Shelby but, Goodkind. But then when you realize what's going on with her and the things she's dealing with, mm-hmm. you can pick a lot of that up when you know that beforehand. Uh, Leah is... Um, Leah is, is... She is Endlessly annoying. entertaining. Her, she is just so miserable and such a sad sack the entire time. This is glorious. I don't even want to think about Leah right now. <laughs> no, I don't. Her, I can't do it. Her, yeah, her storyline is like the most depressing thing ever. At, but. At, I remember at the time we like had trouble like picking out any one performance as like kind of standout amongst the girls, right? Like yeah. they were all like good. Yeah. Second time through, was it like? more clear that any individual one was like better um when you know what's going on with shelby she kind of stands out and like leah just plays miserable angry girl so well i can't give her credit for anything (laughs) more so than the rest of them her name is sarah pigeon yeah even that's got to be a stage name right i don't know it's interesting she's like billed so far down the cast list even like when the credits roll but she's like obviously the main character of the whole thing. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, uh, season two uh, coming to Amazon Prime May 6th. May 6th. And you know I'm going to be there. On Amazon Prime? I'm Yeah. You're going to be with Jeff Bezos in the in the moon I, you know, watching the whatever, wild? Whatever gets it to me first. Well, if me dedicating some time to watching the wilds gives them more money in the long run to make a great show for Lord of the Rings than I will watch the wilds a hundred times. See, it's all about sacrifice. You got to sacrifice for the things that matter. Exactly. You have to sacrifice a lot to get the ring in that volcano of doom of doom. Well, before I say anything else about the wilds, please talk about something else. Uh, I watched Deadpool yesterday. That was fun. It's a fun movie. I forgot how funny it was. It's still in not seen on my end. You haven't seen Deadpool? Uh-uh. Jeez, dude. I guess it's a little violent for you. 
I mean, like, if you thought Finding Nemo was bad, just wait until you see Deadpool. How far did we make it before you brought that up? (laughs) A year? I don't know. (laughs) It's been a while since we started this pod. I haven't mentioned that in a few months. I feel like that's probably not true, but I'll let it slide. Nice. Um, What did you enjoy about Deadpool? What do I enjoy about Deadpool? Uh, It's just Ryan Reynolds slapstick comedy. Um, shut up though. Uh, I don't want to talk about Deadpool. I want to talk about Atlanta. Oh, okay. Uh, cause Atlanta's back. Everybody, the best show on television is back. And guess what? It's still the best show on television. You're, you're just giving it that label. Is that you giving that label or are you echoing what others are? Saying? Uh, I am echoing, um, what many others have said, but it is also my personal opinion. Uh, it is no secret that I am a huge fan of Donald Glover and think he is the most talented man in show business. And uh, through the first three episodes, which it's Thursday now, so there's another one coming out like right now, but I obviously haven't watched that yet because I prioritize my podcast with Ben over the best show of all time. Oh, that's touching. And through the first three episodes of this season, um, it is clear that it is still the best show on television to me. Although this season has been getting a little different, like it's been getting received a little differently um, because like the kind of show it is has kind of changed. And Donald Glover even talked about how like his like real goal with making a TV show was to get to kind of make short films. And it's like, what better way to do that than just make a TV show where you mm-hmm. just get a bunch of episodes and you can like get the same thing but to be able to do that you kind of have to have like more consistent narrative through like your first like couple seasons and so now that we're in the third season he's really getting into what he wanted to do with the show so it's a lot of like disjointed like stories where it's like even the first episode has nothing to do with the cast and crew that you're familiar with it's its Mm -hmm. own it's it's completely own thing and it's incredible it's it's fantastic and then the next two episodes you're with the cast and crew and it's incredible and it's thoughtful it's provoking it's beautifully filmed and it's beautifully acted um it's it's just the best creator in the business putting everything he's he's got out on the table and just trying to make the best content possible and it's 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 absolutely fantastic Uh, where does one watch this you can watch atlanta on hulu I might give that a try. I've, I've thought about it before. It's just, it's one that it enters my mind and then goes out the other side of my mind. Um, like, you know, the credentials speak for themselves, obviously, but yeah. I couldn't recommend it more, dude. You have to give it a shot. But yeah, I can't believe I forgot that that's been on. I think because it's like such a good show, I don't feel like I should be the one talking about it. Sure. Yeah, I get that. But I mean, like, it's a show I really enjoy. So, and it's got some big names in it too, but it kind of made some names too. So, Donald Glover, obviously, Lakeith Stanfeld, um, Brian Henry, uh, Zazie Beats, like, huge names now. And people that, uh, three of them, at least, I was first introduced to them from Atlanta. So, there's that. You know how ingrained with the scene of hip hop I am. So, are you a Childish Gambino fan? I mean, surface level, yeah, I suppose. Sure. I wouldn't. 
call myself like an expert or an aficionado. I just got another Childish Gambino album on vinyl. I'm pretty pumped about. It seems like the type of guy you want to buy a vinyl record for. Yeah. It took me a little while to get into his music, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like I was really into him as an actor and comedian. And then like it kind of took me a little bit to like start to enjoy his music. Mm -hmm. But his like more recent stuff that's not just like rap, but like R&B and like funk and whatnot, I'm really into. Were you a fan of his performance in Solo? Oh, heck yeah. Make Solo too. Yeah, I, I can never remember. And if he's you're, if you're on the solo train with. Him oh, I love solo. I, I, I really like. Solo. I want to. Oh, we're actually getting Donald Glover back as Lando in one of the Disney Plus shows that's coming. Oh, out. really? Like he's coming back as Lando. That's great. Yeah, I'm super hyped about that. And like, yeah, I'm with you, dude. I want Solo too. That movie's good. The the way I heard it explained, because like, and he's he's great as Lando. The way I heard it explained though, is so when you make a remake of characters, you already have with different actors. How they went with Alden Ehrenreich with Han was he kind of put his own spin on it, like he was a younger Han Solo, uh-huh. and he was like kind of he was just like putting a different spin on it. It wasn't just the same thing. Whereas Donald Glover was doing a really good impersonation of Lando, mm-hmm. like he was Billy D. Williams, basically, just like a you know younger version of it. Yeah, both he- are both are like good in their own way. It's just a little bit odd that they had the different takes on those different mm-hmm. characters in the same movie. And that is a movie I enjoy. That is a movie I want a sequel to. Um, I want more Kira. I want more uh, Solo. I want more Billy D, but not actually Billy D. Um, but I definitely he's, thought, he's old as heck. I definitely thought he was the best. Donald Glover was the best part of that movie. <laughs> Phoebe Waller Bridge was even in that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, she voiced the droid. What, uh, the feminist robot? Yeah, which <laughs> adds up. And then. Like now, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge and Donald Glover are making that show together for Amazon Prime, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, that that got announced like a long time ago, didn't it? Yeah, it's still in development. They just added a new name to the roster, but I don't remember uh, who it was. But it was a name I recognized. Everything is connected. Yeah. Literally everything. (laughs) It's a small world. (laughs) And everything is Disney. At this point. But not Atlanta, because that's on Hulu. Wait, that's, Hulu is they own that. I don't even know anymore. But it's it's technically. <laughs> I just on, assume Disney owns it. I think it's technically on uh, FX, but they get it gets streamed but, on yeah, Hulu. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I knew it was an FX thing. I just didn't know where it was available to stream. But but yeah, dude, that show's awesome. I'm gonna rewatch the first couple of seasons. I think. Anything else? Nah. Should we wrap this up? You you can wrap it up. I'm tired. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed what you heard, go give us a like and a nice glowing review wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to subscribe. Also, go follow us on Twitter at We Did Not Watch It. And we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>